Hey guys, welcome to Rave Culture Podcast, episode two. I am your host, Emma Capotis. Thank you guys so much for checking out this episode and for being here. I'm super excited to have you guys. This podcast is your guide to all things EDM, music festival info, tips and advice, raver content, festival and show reviews, as well as a platform for other ravers to come on and share their stories and their experiences. So thank you guys for checking out the podcast wherever you are listening from. Before we get started, I just want to remind you guys that you can submit um, episode ideas or suggestions or if you guys have any questions or a topic that you want tips and advice on, you guys can send emails to raveculturecast at gmail.com. I will be checking that regularly um, to see what you guys are saying because I want you to be active participants in this podcast. This is about all of us in the EDM community. With that being said, I am going to jump right into this episode because it is a topic that I am extremely passionate about. If you guys are familiar with my YouTube channel, this will come as no surprise to you, but today we are talking about EDC Las Vegas. It is by far my favorite music festival that I've ever attended. This year will be my fifth year going to the festival. I absolutely love it. Um, It's extremely special to me and I will explain why. But we are actually about a month out from the festival, so I did want to dedicate a couple episodes on this podcast to EDC Las Vegas because I know a lot of my subscribers and followers on social media um, found me through my EDC Las Vegas content. So I wanted to do an episode dedicated to all of my favorite memories um, from the past four festivals that I went to. I'm going to break it down from 2015 to 2018 just talk about the festival get you guys super hype if you are attending this year this is going to be a good one I'm really really excited about it I I hope you can tell through my energy um, how much I love talking about EDC (laughs) but before we get started I do want to suggest watching the EDC Las Vegas documentary if you've never seen it it's called Under the Electric Sky it was available on Netflix at one point but you can also find it on YouTube or Google Play movies I bought it at one point it was like $3.99 so I highly recommend checking it out. Pasquale Rotella, the founder of Insomniac Events, um, did this documentary at EDC Vegas in 2013. So it's a little bit older now. The festival has since grown tremendously since, but it just perfectly captures the types of people that go to EDC and the whole vibe and the idea behind the festival. You get to see the making of it and follow a bunch of different ravers from like all walks of life. It's literally one of my favorite movies. I don't even know how many times I've watched it. I make a tradition with uh, my best friend Tara, who I attend the festival with. We sit down and have candy making sessions and watch the documentary. And it's just like a classic. Highly recommend checking out Under the Electric Sky when you get a chance. Just taking it back, I became familiar with EDC Las Vegas, I think just from being familiar with like the EDM scene and really, really loving music and festivals were starting to get you know, bigger and bigger around 2014, 2015. And it was just on my bucket list as something to do. I had been to Vegas before just for like spring break and for a family vacation. And I actually went with a group of girlfriends during EDC weekend one year when it was in June. And we landed there and we're like, what's going on? We just like saw these people in outfits, realized it was EDC weekend and like we're kicking ourselves that we didn't get tickets to go because we arrived that Sunday night. So then the next year, uh, myself and three of my girlfriends decided to buy tickets and attend EDC Las Vegas 2015 for the first time. And it was everything I thought it was going to be and more. I can't express how 
big this festival is. It's in the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Plus, you get to go to Vegas, which if you've never been, it's like a party. There's so much to do. So it's kind of the best of both worlds. You get to have, you know, if you're going to stay on the strip, you have all of that fun stuff, the nightlife, the restaurants, the casinos, and then you get to go to this festival all weekend. It's very, very long. It's a lot on your body. It's from 7 p.m. to 5.30 a.m. for three nights in a row. There are all different types of EDM artists. They have eight different stages. And like I said, it's grown since 2015, but they represent all different types of genres. So whatever you're into, they're going to have it. They also have art installations, performers, art cars, rides because again it is a carnival um, which is all included in the fee of your ticket and now they have camping which is a pretty cool um, aspect of the festival as well but at the time in EDC 2015 so we'll, we'll start there the theme that year was kinetic field the main stage was beautiful I loved it it had this huge rave owl with these eyes that moved around and a you know giant screen in the middle and then they had like this blow up dragon on one side I think it was like fire and water sort of the other side had a massive like waterfall they had all sorts of pyrotechnics and fireworks main stage is always like a spectacle to see but I have these memories of being there in person and just staring up at it and being like disbelief that I had finally made it there and I'm pretty sure like I had had I been to other festivals at that point? I'm not sure if I had been to anything on that scale before. One of the most incredible things that you'll notice is there's all these helicopter rides. So people, a lot of the artists come in by helicopter, but you can also pay to take a, a chopper ride in. So you're like at main stage and all these helicopters are passing over you and there's so much music and everybody's dressed up and so friendly and welcoming. That was like the thing I noticed immediately. Like people were extremely friendly and we just, you know, we felt like we had a sense of community when we were there. I think within the first few hours on the first night, we were we were spending a lot of time at main stage because, again, I was just getting into the scene. So I, I wasn't as familiar with, you know, smaller artists at the time. Um, it was either during Afrojack's set or during Oliver Heldon's set. And we noticed this guy who was like standing alone and he was near us and we were sort of like, oh, should we invite him to come dance with us? Because he looks like he's alone, but we weren't sure. So we were like going back and forth for like a, at least 30 minutes. We kept seeing him staring at us and then all of a sudden this girl um gets sick right in front of us and all of us just like jumped back so that we weren't like hit by you know her projectile and we just like kind of bumped into each other and we started talking to him great he was there with a group but had sort of gone off on his own and was just like doing the festival solo and we ended up hanging out with him the rest of the night his name is Brady I'm super super cool guy we all got along so well and we were like this is so fun like now we have a new group for the weekend he was from Salt Lake City Utah I had never met anybody from Utah I'm from New Jersey so it was just cool to like meet somebody from a different walk of life and we ended up hanging out with him the entire weekend so he came Came into our rave squad, our rave family, uh, and we ended up calling ourselves the sister wives that whole weekend, which was, you know, our lovely little inside joke with ourselves. Little did I know at that time that four years later, he would still be in my rave family and one of my best friends, and he will be with me again this year attending EDC Las Vegas. So that just goes to show you, like, you might hear stories about how people meet, like, lifelong friends or make connections at this festival. I have that real story right there. It's crazy. I remember coming home and showing people pictures and telling them, oh, we met this guy, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, yeah, sure. I'm sure you'll stay in touch with him. Like, didn't think that we would all, you know, remain friends. And yeah, we've attended every single EDC Las Vegas since then. 
So it is a real life thing. It can happen, people. So just a couple more things about EDC 2015. I wanted to go over my favorite sets from that year. So one thing I want to mention is Circuit Grounds, which is one of the bigger main stages, was an enclosed, sort not an arena, but it was an enclosed stage. So it had a roof on it and the visuals were absolutely insane. They since have never done that stage again. It's now an open air stage, but 2015 was sick. I actually wish they would bring back the enclosed arena, but... I remember seeing Dada Life in there. That was one of my favorite sets that weekend. I have rewatched that set on YouTube so many times. It was just such a good party vibe. Martin Garrix was getting really, really big that year. So I remember seeing him and I remember seeing Hardwell on main stage. I also want to shout out the fireworks at EDC Las Vegas. You guys, I cannot stress to you enough how insane the fireworks display is. It happens every single night of the festival. You cannot miss it. It lights up the sky, which is why they call it the electric sky. It's like a 10 minute, I would say, fireworks display, usually around like 1 or 1.30 a.m. It is incredible. It will blow any fireworks display you've ever seen in your entire life out of the water. It just stops you in your tracks and you all just like stand there hugging each other, like watching this in disbelief that this is your life. It is so good. I have been back four times to see it. What else from 2015? I do remember um, this was after the festival, but Monday night we went to the club XS and we saw Jack U. So Skrillex and Diplo at the time, their project Jack U. We were in the front row for that. So that was extremely memorable. One of the best nights ever. We like fought our way to the front and that was so sick. Awesome, awesome show. I do remember getting lost for the first time. It was The last night, it was Sunday, it was during Tiesto's set, and of course I had to use the bathroom because that is the story of my life with my rave group. They know that I have to go to the bathroom between almost every single set. I mean, you are drinking like a lot of water, I have a camelback, but we were in the middle of Kinetic Field, the biggest crowd ever, and I was like, I cannot hold it, this has to happen now. So me and my one friend were like, we're gonna go, we sort of like plotted out where we were standing, we were like, we're gonna find you guys, don't worry, we'll come back and find you. That is a lie. Don't believe your friends when they say this to you, because they will not find you. (laughs) We went back into the crowd and quickly realized we had no idea where they were, and we spent a solid half an hour like panicking, looking for the three of them in the crowd. And it had gotten to a point where I was about to give up and be like, I don't think we're going to find them the rest of the night. And all of a sudden, I see my best friend Vicky shoot up on Brady's shoulders and she's waving her arms in the air, like shouting our names. And we spotted her in the crowd. Thank God they made that little pillar. And we like went sprinting over to them and they were all freaking out. And they were like, don't you ever do that to us ever again. It was good. We united with them. A little bit of foreshadowing uh, that will happen one more time to me at EDC. So we'll get into that in a minute. I do want to insert a quick break here to remind you guys, if you do not follow me on YouTube, head over to my channel and subscribe there. I have so many EDC Las Vegas videos. I actually have a story time on me getting lost at EDC and I have tons of videos and vlogs so you guys can actually watch my experience from the last few years. So definitely check me out on YouTube. I have an EDC Las Vegas playlist with about like 45 videos or so. So if you are looking for more tips and information, go check those out. Anyway, so that was EDC 2015 and in a nutshell it was amazing and I left there being like I absolutely have to come back so cut to EDC 2016 I went again with my best friend Tara and then our friend Brady who we met brought his best friend Marcus so it was the four of us in 2016 what a solid 
group. I cannot even express to you guys. I think 20, EDC 2016 was my favorite year out of the four for a couple of reasons. One, because of the four of us. It was such a good group. We all connected on such a deep level. It was so much fun. We all just were like, having the best time of our life. By far to date, the sets that I saw in 2016 were my favorite. They just stand out in my mind because there were just so many good ones. A couple examples, Jaws and Seven Lions at Main Stage. I was just becoming fans of theirs at the time and their sets like blew me away. It was incredible. Above and Beyond at Circuit Grounds that year moved me to tears. EDC that year was a week after the Pulse nightclub shooting in Orlando, Florida, which was absolutely horrifying. And as a person attending a large music festival, it was a little scary to have the thought of being in like a massive crowd of people. And, you know, it's just a scary thought. You never know if something could happen. So I was a little nervous if they were going to ramp up security or what they were going to do in response. And then during Above and Beyond set, during their song, A Thing Called Love, they displayed the rainbow pride flag all over. And the stage was this like 360 degree experience with like LED screens all around you. And they had the pride flag up there and they did a big heart. And it was the most, I have like tears in my eyes. It was the most moving tribute to the victims. It was incredible uh we were just like beside ourselves. i was like sobbing we'll never forget that moment i will never forget marshmallow that year at cosmic meadow i'm a huge marshmallow fan i love him i love what he stands for i don't care how mainstream you think he got um i saw him at his first show ever with skrillex in new york city and i've been a fan since he killed it at cosmic meadow he also brought out martin garrix and he brought out skrillex and that was the year that at the very end of the set he like took his helmet off and tiesto was like under the helmet so that was really fun um he throws down live if you've never seen him like some of his songs are a little lighter a little fluffier but live he's awesome and 2016 was the first year that I ever saw Eric Prids live and if you guys know me you know I am a huge Eric Prids fan the man is a legend his visuals and his live performances are unlike any other I highly suggest catching him he's going to be playing EDC again this year highly highly recommend 2016 was also the year that we started our Ferris wheel fam tradition. So we go on the Ferris wheel at least once every single night, sort of just like to kick off the night. So that is a tradition we do still to this day. 2016 was also the year that I got lost for the second time at EDC. Knock on wood. I didn't get lost the last two years because I learned my lesson. But in 2016, I remember we were at the porta potties near Circuit Grounds. Guys, I cannot even tell you how chaotic the porta potties are. First off, it's really dark. There's so many people around going in and out. And at the time, it was in June. So it's like a hundred degrees at night. It's so hot, and the porta potties are like sweating. And I went with Marcus to the porta potties and Brady and Tara were in the crowd. So again, made the mistake, don't leave your friends in the crowd. If someone has to go to the bathroom, everybody just go to the bathroom with them. Or here's a little tip that we learned. If you are going to separate in the crowd, go stand under a totem and ask the people holding holding the totem like, hey, can you guys stand here for like the next 10 minutes? My friends have to use the bathroom and they're going to need to find us and they will recognize your totem. It's usually a big pole and it has some sort of like sign or whatever on the top of it. So we've done that now and it's so much easier to find them because you can just recognize the totem immediately and find your group. So anyway, we didn't know that at that time. So we separated at Circuit Grounds. Marcus and I went to the bathroom. I told him to meet in front of this little bush and he said, okay, I'll see you there. 
okay, I guess we confused the bush because I was standing there for what felt like an eternity and I was going through my head like one, the cell service is bad. Two, do I just keep waiting here and hopefully they find me? Or three, do I try and go in the crowd and find Brady and Tara, thus making myself more lost and probably more confused? Luckily, Marcus turns around the corner at like the last minute of my sanity and we like ran into each other's arms and he was like where were you this wasn't the right bush oh my god Tara and Brady were having a little literal heart attack themselves because they were like you guys were gone for a solid 40 minutes to use the bathroom so lesson learned I don't do that anymore that was 2016 it was the best it was such a good time Um, the years since have been incredible they're all incredible but I have fond fond memories of 2016 oh and one other thing 2016 the theme was kinetic temple that was actually my least favorite main stage design to date um I had a couple issues with it wasn't my favorite but it was my favorite year overall so EDC Las Vegas 2017 was the theme kinetic Gaia this stage design was absolutely beautiful the Gaia on main stage was so cool I loved the construction of everything I thought it was just like gorgeous to look at fireworks that they had there were were really cool I remember watching Kygo on main stage and I have some really great videos from that most memorable thing about that, um, I met my friends Sarah and Mike during Dylan Francis's set. So we have, you know, our rave family has grown. Tara, Brady, and I went just the three of us that year. And we got the set times and Dylan Francis was playing at the same time as Above and Beyond, which was a huge conflict for us. There's always going to be conflicts at EDC and you, you know, dread finding out who's going to be overlapping and those two hit and we were like, oh crap, because they're totally different types of music. So it was like, what are you in the mood for? Are you in the mood for Dylan Francis's sound and just like his overall vibe or do you want to go get the feels and all that fun stuff at Above and Beyond? Luckily, both of them were playing an hour and a half set. So we were like, that's perfect. We can watch 45 minutes of one and then go watch 45 minutes of the other so we started because we were already at main stage I'm pretty sure so we stayed there and watched Dylan Francis his set was so much fun I love him with all of my heart he's hysterical his visuals are hysterical we had so much fun we ended up not leaving I've seen above and beyond a couple times too and I know it's like sacrilegious to skip them but we did and I'm very very happy that we did because we bumped into Sarah and Mike there they were traveling together from Maryland and they were just dancing behind us and came over and were like hey can we join your circle we all had so much fun and, um, you know, hung out the rest of the night, which was awesome. And then we all connected again last year. So our rave family has grown. I'm so happy to have them. They're truly amazing people. So it's exciting. You just never know who you're going to meet at EDC, but you can find some really incredible connections with other people. So some of my favorite sets from that year, like I said, Dylan Francis, Jaws, he's one of my favorite artists, him at Cosmic Meadow. He drew in such a big crowd and that was really, really fun. Kygo at Main Stage was really great. Um, Oliver Heldens at Circuit Grounds, he's my favorite artist. Flostradamus played that year, which I was super excited about. And last but certainly not least, Seven Lions had by far one of my most memorable sets of my entire life. He played during the fireworks at Circuit Grounds and my videos from that, like you can hear me sobbing in the background. It was incredible. He played A Way to Say Goodbye, which is one of like my most emotional songs of his, into an Above and Beyond song, into a Porter Robinson song. It was absolutely incredible and it blew my mind. Um, That man can do like no 
wrong in my eyes. They also introduced the Quantum Valley stage that year. It was actually a 10, um, which if you guys are not familiar, that is the trance stage. I really, really liked it. It got extremely hot, um, so I'm glad that it's like an open air stage now, but I was happy that they had a fully dedicated trance stage. We discovered a lot of new artists there, which was really cool. I also remember Tara and I dressed up as unicorns one day that week, which was really fun. We got super into our costumes. I feel like every single year since I've been stepping up my festival fashion and EDC is one of those places that you can just sort of like go as a theme or go in costume and you just get like a lot of comments and we got to trade with people, which was really, really fun. So 2017 also sticks out in my mind for some not so positive reasons. Uh, That was the year of the shuttle shit show, as I like to call it. So every year for EDC, I had always bought the shuttle pass. And then in 2017, they just did not have their stuff together. I think Friday, it was a little bit of a mess, but Friday is always a mess. Like they're getting used to the crowd and everything in the traffic. Um, obviously, people are, you know, commuting home from work on the same highway that you're trying to get to the motor speedway. So there's always a little bit of traffic, but it was taking a lot longer than it had in the past. And I liked taking the shuttles because you get to hang out with people and like it's really good energy. People will play music on your way to the festival. So it's it's a pretty cool experience. They cut through the Air Force Base too. So they cut off the highway and are allowed to go through the Air Force Base to get you to the festival. But on Saturday night, it took us three hours to get to the festival we almost missed Kaigo who was literally playing at like 10 or 10 30 it was just such an energy suck the security line we were standing outside in the sun and again this is when the festival was still in June so it's like 100 plus degrees we were sweating yeah it was kind of a huge bummer luckily we didn't miss Kaigo but that Sunday we ended up Ubering to the festival because we were like we're never doing that again and I haven't taken the shuttle since I did hear though that last year they really improved it they now have premier shuttles and more stops so I'm not knocking the shuttle system I think that they definitely have improved it and they're using like an outside source to do all of the shuttling so I think heard that they went a lot more smoothly in 2018 but I do remember that on that Friday I was wearing a three-quarter length sleeve bodysuit and I almost passed out because the bus we were on didn't have air conditioning working so it was a hot mess but other than that 2017 was a great time I had so much fun we stayed at the Luxor that year I forgot to mention that So last up is last year, 2018. The theme was Kinetic Love. I really, really liked this theme. Um, At first, when I saw Main Stage, it wasn't my favorite design, but it really grew on me throughout the weekend. I thought it was pretty cool. The little heart in the middle of the stage would like beat and light up and it would spread throughout. You guys can see video of that in some of my vlogs on my YouTube channel. Um, But just to backtrack a little, so I had started my YouTube channel around like 2017. So I did meet like one or two people in 2017, recognized me which was so cool to meet my subscribers and then last year was very very special to me because I attended the reddit family like meetup on the strip outside the Bellagio fountains and a bunch of subscribers came to that and traded with me and you guys it made my whole life like I can't even describe to you I have so much fun like interacting with you guys through social media but to actually see it in person and meet people who have found my videos helpful and who want to trade is the best feeling in the entire world and I have a feeling this year it's going to be bigger and better than ever because I am hosting my own meetup inside the festival it's going to be Saturday night at some time I got to figure out the final details after the set times come out but anyway I digress I just remember um, that meetup being extremely special. So 2018 holds a special place in my heart. Festival was also moved to May, 
which I think was one of the best decisions they've ever made. The weather was drastically improved from the past. It's still very hot, but it was way more comfortable. Um, I had heard that there weren't nearly as many like transports to the hospital or to medical tents because people weren't overheating as much or getting dehydrated. So that was really great. I loved the weather. We did take Ubers or Lyfts the whole weekend, so we had really no problems with traffic. Like, I would say it takes like 40 minutes to an hour, depending on the traffic, but around then and by the time you wait for your Uber and you get it, so we were happy with our with our decision to do that. Um, one thing though, I got very sick before heading to Vegas, which totally sucked. First day we were there, I literally went through a box of tissues. I was on like medication. I was taking vitamins. I couldn't, it was the type of cold where you can't taste your food. And I am a huge foodie and that is one of the biggest draws of Vegas to me. So we would eat and I couldn't taste anything. I couldn't taste the drinks and I was so frustrated so I went to the meetup and like barely had a voice you can hear it in my vlogs from last year it wasn't the cutest but I ended up staying in that Thursday night we usually love to go to a nightclub and I got all dressed up and I was like guys I can't do it I was sick to my stomach like I just felt horrible and I was like if I go out right now my body is not going to work for the rest of the weekend and I can tell you guys right now listen to your body and get rest when you can because you are going to be on your feet dancing the whole weekend pretty sleep deprived so any chance you can get to sleep I suggest doing that but anyway getting to the festival itself um, I remember one night we dressed up as the plur police if you guys are familiar with Jaws and Knife Party he has a plur police remix we're big Jaws fans so we dressed up as that one day and on the back of the shirts it said I'm EDM as fuck bro very proud of that outfit we had a lot of fun dressing up with like like that we also again we met up with our friends Sarah and Mike and they had friends and family with them we had the best group it was seriously so much fun we had the best time I met so many of subscribers and you guys inside the festival which was awesome I got to trade with you guys and hang out you guys made my whole weekend it was the absolute best some of my favorite sets from 2018, um, Elenium at Cosmic Meadow was incredible. I absolutely love him. We actually saw Ikali before Elenium, which I wasn't really familiar with him, and he really surprised me. I really liked him. On the Sunday night, Circuit Grounds lineup was stacked. I remember we were there from Rez and it went straight into Eric Prids. Totally different vibes, but both of those sets blew my mind. Um, Eric Prids set was my favorite set of the entire weekend last year. Joyride on main stage, shout out him. He was really great. Elon Bluestone. And I think we saw, I think it was Alpha 9 at the Quantum Valley stage. Those were all really, really great. And Don Diablo at main stage, one of my favorite artists. He was awesome. I also really want to shout out the art installations last year. I thought that they were really incredibly beautiful. I always like walking around and seeing you guys are so many hidden gems at EDC you would be surprised definitely do a lap when you first get there there's like EDC town there's a wedding chapel they have VIP areas which this will be my first year going with a VIP ticket so I'm super excited to be vlogging that and bringing you guys that experience especially since it's my fifth year it will be cool to like mix it up and and see like what they have to offer so I'm super pumped for that one other thing we did, um, so if you arrive to the Uber tents, I'm pretty sure this is anywhere, but it's a bit of a hike to get to like the actual entrance of the festival. And one of the nights we were just so tired, our feet were hurting. They had these guys on bikes and they all had like stereos attached to them and they were blasting music and you could pay them like, it was like five to 10 bucks, whatever per person. And they would just jump on the little b- bike and take you to the Uber tent. And that was the best decision we ever made. It saved us so much time and energy. And we love that. We were like kind of having the time of our life on the little bikes. 
And again, we um, actually stayed at the Luxor for the second time. Um, the Luxor is a really great choice. I'm sure everyone has their stuff booked at this point, but a lot of people attending EDC uh, stay at the Luxor. They also have a huge iHeartRaves pop-up shop if you guys need to buy any rave clothing or accessories, last-minute stuff. Definitely check that out. That'll be inside the Luxor. And that was the whole weekend. We just hung out Monday night. We got some Froyo, played them, some games, and you know, did some slot machines and just hung out. Those are all my memories. I hope this gives you an idea of like what you can expect at EDC. Each year is unique and you will have your own memories and meet people. But I just have to say I think EDC is unique and different because it's more about community and you as a headliner. You'll see that on all of their advertisements. They always say like the main headliner is you. So they do put a lot of emphasis on the people attending the festival and the community. You'll even see the ground control and the people working at the festival have such positive attitudes. They're always like going around and checking on people to make sure that they're okay. You know, I think Pasquale just puts so much energy and love into this festival and you can you can really see it. Pretty much all of the Insomniac events I've heard are, are just like that. So you will see that in this festival. I'm so excited for you guys if this is your first year attending. I love meeting people when it's their first time. For this year, I am actually going to be staying at the Park MGM Hotel for the first time. I believe it was recently renovated. So we got, uh, we got a room over there. Had a little bit of trouble booking flights this year. They were super expensive. So I'm actually flying in super, super late Wednesday night, basically going right to bed. And then I will be in Vegas from Thursday to Tuesday. Again, having a meetup Saturday inside the festival, probably around like 8 p.m., but I will confirm that, guys, on all of my social media, at Emma Capotis, if you aren't following me on Instagram and Twitter. Definitely will be at pool parties. Pool parties are some of the best part of EDC week. Definitely check out Dre's, Encore Beach Club, Wet Republic, Marquee Day Club. And there are some awesome parties at the nightclubs Thursday night and Monday night. So definitely check those out. You guys will see me bopping around uh, heading to all the clubs. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode reminiscing on EDC Las Vegas with me. Honestly, I just got myself so hype <laughs> thinking back on all the memories. Again, um, please feel free to email me at raveculturecast at gmail.com. Send in any questions you guys have, um, topics you'd like me to cover, um, anything you need advice on, pretty much anything you can send it to raveculturecast at gmail.com. I will be going through that regularly. Um, Again, go check out my EDC playlist on YouTube. I have so much content on there. You guys can go see my vlogs if you want to see how my experience went last year. If this is available on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, I believe you guys can rate and review the podcast. So if you want to do that, feel free. I would absolutely love it. And share this with your rave fam, you guys. Get the word out. Um, This was episode two. I'm having so much fun recording these. I absolutely love listening to podcasts. I do that like in all of my spare time. So hope you guys are enjoying this. Uh, Next episode will be out next Wednesday. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. Keep it positive and I'll see you in the next episode.